Life is full of questions. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try to figure out. You need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hit it. You'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. Hey, everybody, welcome into another edition of the Financial Answer Podcast. Thanks so much for being here with us, as always, while we talk about investing, finance, and retirement with the one and only Nathan O'Brien, registered investment advisor and all-around good dude and founder at O'Brien <laughs> and Associates. What's up, buddy? How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. Welcome to the show, everybody. Hope you enjoy what we got to talk about today. We got some really cool stuff we're going to discuss. So, Nathan, let me ask you a quick question. Um, were you a yeah. late bloomer in high school? <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> well i mean like so like no. i was small so, until yeah, my no, junior I, year i really wasn't um one of my sons was but i wasn't i really you know really i would say i was pretty plump you know, when, I, <laughs> when i was in junior high in my rotund in my, is that the yeah, word we're yeah, looking for i was uh i was let's say husky okay um because that a husky was the, boy yeah when i was uh up until my freshman year and i think between my freshman and sophomore year i think i lost like 65 pounds wow and, uh, i started i was on the tennis team started playing and all of that and and uh just really slimmed down a lot at that point and i've, I've kind of stayed at that point the rest of my life uh so far and you know i don't know up until that point, I was a you know pretty good height and I was pretty big, but then I I kind of slimmed down. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so I was a little little different there. Than yeah, I was I was a twig until uh, I was like I had like a twenty seven inch waist and really I think I weighed like one hundred and fifteen pounds <laughs> that until my like junior my son year. Connor, that's the way he was. He, yeah, he was really tiny. He's still not very big, but he's he was really tiny up until uh, even his senior year. Now he's you know he's I basically six foot and. 145, 150 pounds. And, yeah, coach and grabbed a hold of me and, and started making me work out. And he's like, we're going to get you on the football team. And I was like, really? As small as I? But he he beefed me up and, uh, and wound up playing football the last couple of years. And and so uh, the reason I was asking about late bloomers is because I thought we could kind of use that as A, just to make fun of ourselves, yeah. and B, talk about folks who, again, feel as though maybe they just – didn't get started early enough yeah. or they're behind the eight ball when yeah, it comes to situations. Yeah, happen. Yeah. I mean, it happens. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about some situations that may occur and you might find that things aren't as bad as you think. Now this is going to be a little bit geared towards our, our pre-retirees out there. Maybe those mm -hmm. folks who are a uh, 50, we'll say maybe 50 and up, but really, I mean, you could find yourself in this situation in various different ages, but we'll kind of say it's maybe 50 to 60 uh, as you're approaching, you know, that retirement destination. So catch up contributions. We'll start with a pretty basic one, right? there um once you turn 50 right you get a little bit of extra they give you some yeah. extra leeway yeah you can save a little more and this is where you know you can make up a lot instead of taking more risk necessarily you may want to just you know add more uh, to your savings amounts so once you turn 50 you can put an extra thousand dollars a year into IRAs, Roth IRAs, whatever you're contributing to um, in your 401k, you can put an extra $6,000 a year. So that actually raises your contribution up to $24,500 a year. Um, your IRAs, you can put in $6,500 a year. 
You may can do both depending on your income. You've got to be careful with that. Um, so make sure you talk to your accountant about that or your financial advisor about that. But, you know, there's there's that extra step up, that catch up level there that allows people to just make up for lost time. And, you know, if you start at 50 and you start contributing that extra amount, you know, most people are going to have that good 10 to 15 years. That well, I was going to say, let's say that's yeah. seven grand, right? Yeah, so let's yeah. just based on that at seven grand, 6,000, your 401k, an extra thousand, your IRA, mm-hmm. seven grand a year for 10 years. Yeah. Hey, that's 70 yeah. grand. <laughs> it is. And over that time frame, it should, you know, it should double for you or very close to that. So, um, you know, over a 10 year time frame. So, you know, that's a good chunk of extra yeah. money that you'll be able to save. Well, and now you might be listening and saying, okay, great, Mark, but where am I going to come up with the extra seven grand? Okay, well, don't worry, because right. I've got the next spot for you right here. So the kids coming off the old payroll, <laughs> yes. right? If you're thank 50, goodness, right? thank goodness, right? My daughter's 21 now. I'm 47, so I'm not. I'm, I'm pretty close. Well, I'm in this area we're talking about here. Yeah, and yeah. so the kids coming off the payroll, they should be at this point, look, we always want to help our kids. I get all that. But you need to not sacrifice your own retirement journey for the kids because otherwise you're creating a cycle where now you're going to need them in retirement and blah 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 that's a big mistake that people make right exactly they'll save for the kids college or save for the you know whatever and not save for their retirement that's a big mistake so this is a good way to maybe Mm -hmm. get that extra seven grand to do that catch up or whatever so talk to us a little bit nathan about uh some ways that you know just getting the kids off the payroll so to speak can help out yeah yeah i mean i've got one in college right now and he's at you you know ut chattanooga and um it's crazy what college costs, not just the tuition, but just everything else, you know, right, they got to the eat, other, they got yeah, books, all of the other expenses and things. And so, you know, I'm going to free up quite a bit every month once Connor's out of there. Exactly. Uh, of course, I got another one coming along, but you know, all of these things, you know, we, well, we car insurance, like, cell phone, yeah, blah, I mean, blah, blah, right? Right. We feel like, you know, that money's tight during these times. And, and a lot of times it is because you may realistically be throwing out two or $3,000 a month for, you know, kids' expenses on things. And so when they come off that payroll, you know, in that stage, and I'm, I'm ready to get there. Mark, <laughs> <you> know, I'm, <laughs> I'm so with you. When they, when they get to that stage, then you can turn that money over into, you know, catching up on your contributions and, you know, paying off debt or anything like that. There's a lot of things you can do. All of these things add up and, you know, car insurance, like you mentioned, is a big one. That's, that's usually a very expensive item on on the budget list. And, and so, you know, because of the risk that they have at that age. So, you know, once all of those things come off, then it does free up money. And a lot of people find that they've got easily an extra thousand, fifteen hundred dollars a month that they can do something for their retirement. For their own or, journey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or whatever. So yeah, it's that's how they can make up that difference. Well, we're talking about late blooming situations here on the financial answer. Places where if you feel as though you aren't quite, you know, ready for retirement or haven't saved enough, maybe you're a pre retiree, maybe you're like me, 47, 48, you know, moving through that uh, that time frame there and you want to to uh, catch up and you don't necessarily want to take risk to do it. Well, as we're trying to talk about some different things you can think about to uh, sit down and have that one-on-one conversation yourself and say, okay, hey, listen, I do feel like I'm a late bloomer. Help me up with uh, some of these catch-ups or help me figure out how I can use some of the kids coming off the payroll to you know, invest in this or that or the other to try to gain some ground. 855-51-COACH to talk with Nathan to get some help with that. He's a registered investment advisor, a chartered retirement planning counselor, as well as a local smart investor pro with Dave Ramsey. 855-51-COACH, your number to call. Disappearing debt, Nathan. Okay, that's another one. That's another mm-hmm. piece of where yeah. we can gain some ground. 
at our age or my age and, and folks listening, you know, pre-retirees moving into 50s, we should start to see, you know, things going away. Credit cards right. hopefully mortgages, are now. Yeah, mortgages, mortgages are cars. one of the big things that go away. Um, you know, cars, I, I don't know. I, I see so many people still having car payments in retirement. And, you know, it's just because most people don't want to drive the same thing, you know, throughout their life. And they're not typically going to pay cash for it if it's at 0% interest. No, true. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I mean, I think it's a good idea to do that, but that's just not what I see is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, gotcha. Um, okay. So people still tend to have some type of a car payment. You know, they'll, it may be two or $300 a month for, you know, they put a lot down on a car, something like that. But, uh, but mainly the mortgages is where I'm seeing, you know, that debt disappearing and, you know, other things like credit card debt, just some little things that they may have had during that time. Frame. Right, right. It frees up a lot of money. I was going to say, but for um, the purposes of our late bloomers, this mm-hmm. is a place where you could gain ground. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It is. And if you don't need you, that new car. <laughs> right. So, you know. No, that's right. And and it can help you, you know, tremendously to just be able to put that extra money aside. And if you haven't built up that emergency fund, do that and then, you know, throw more towards your investments and make sure that you're on track. And, you know, the thing that I hear a lot of times, Mark, especially for late bloomers, is that, you know, they're 50 years old and they haven't saved as much as they think and or they, as much as they want to and all of these things. And they just basically give up at that point. And, and that's a mistake because no matter what, you've got some time still between, you know, today and when you're going to retire. And so you need to save and start now, be focused now, be disciplined now on what you're doing and make sure that you do as good as you can from now on. Okay. It really doesn't matter what's happened in the past. It's, it's already done. Okay. So if you haven't saved, if you haven't done what you should have done in the past, it's okay. Start today, make sure you're making good decisions going forward. And, and these are some good ways that, you know, just as life happens, you can use this money to catch up on your retirement. Absolutely. Or just continue to pad it. Maybe you are actually already in good shape. Uh, these are just some other good ideas and things to think about if you maybe want to sock a little bit extra away or whatever the case might look like. Uh, our final category here that I'm going to bring up, Nathan, is every region is different, every area. Our listeners here in the Hub City, this may or may not relate to them, but it may for some folks, and that's downsizing the home. Uh, yeah, there is a way. A do you see that? Okay. Yeah, All right. So there is yeah. a way for people to, you know, maybe, uh, you know, catch up here. Or again, if you're in a good situation, maybe you just want to get out of the great big house you raised the kids in mm-hmm. and uh, and have a condo and an apartment or whatever, you know. Yeah. That's typically what I'm seeing is, you know, it's just, you know, if you've got a 3,000 square foot house, then it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to clean. It's a lot of work to keep up, just maintenance and a lot of different things that you, you know, have to deal with. And so a lot of times people are downsizing to, something that's just more manageable. It's just you guys now. It's not, you know, you know, 45 kids in the house and all this different <laughs> thing. So um, it's just you. And so, you know, maybe downsize to 1,500 square foot, 1,800 square foot, something like that. And so most of the time in this situation, people have that house paid off or the majority of that house paid off the large house. And so right. they'll take that money and, you know, pay cash for the new house and then maybe have some left over. That can go toward your retirement as well. A lot of times in Know, I'm starting to see this more and more. We've got really a great downtown area here in Jackson, and people are getting you know condos and and rental houses and things like that downtown. So right where they're well, not like say, yeah, maybe you get that as, you get that apartment, and then you get that right. Florida place or something. You know, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of that going on. Uh, it's happening more and more all the time, and I'm, I'm advising clients more and more about that and making sure they make good decisions there. And it's a good way that you can free up some money if you want, and it's something that a lot of people are are transitioning to. 
Well, if you are interested at all in what we're talking about today and, you, and you'd like to get some more information, come in and have a one-on-one conversation with Nathan at his office in either Jackson or Huntington. Give him a jingle, 855-51-COACH. You call that number, you leave your contact information, and they'll get back with you and get you scheduled for a time that's convenient for you to come in and sit down and have that chat. There's no cost, there's no obligation, so hey, why the heck not? 855-51-COACH. And share the podcast. Give us a like, give us a review. Let folks know on Facebook you can find Nathan yeah. and his team on uh, Nathan and Tom you there at O'Brienton Associates on Facebook. So we always appreciate the likes and the shares and all that good stuff. And we'll see you next time here on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. O'Brien & Associates is a registered advisory firm in Tennessee. This show is intended for information and educational purposes only. Consult with a qualified advisor before taking any action.